Hi, Rainy Bastarash here, and what I'd like to speak to you about today is how the subconscious mind is very similar to a five-year-old child. What I mean by that is it's very innocent, it's very naive, it wants to please you and make you proud, but most of the time it just doesn't know how. It doesn't have the same reasoning as the conscious mind. So it's going to do pretty much what a five-year-old child would think of doing. Here's an example. Let's say you were working at the house and your five-year-old was in your hair and you just wanted him to do something. So you told your five-year-old, you know, it's getting close to lunchtime. Why don't you go to the store and get me a loaf of bread? But hurry up. It's getting pretty close. So here's what the child does. Runs outside, gets on his bicycle, goes up the street, goes under the culvert, around the fence, goes through the woods a little bit, crosses the street, goes around the pond. Now, before I go too far, the store is right across the street, right? So goes to his friend's house, asks his friend if he wants to go, gets back on the road, goes on the sidewalk. By the time he gets to the store, gets the bread, and gets back home, about three-quarters of an hour went by, okay? Now, this is what it's used to doing. It doesn't know any better. So if you tell the child, look, it's getting close to lunchtime. I want you to go buy a loaf of bread at the store. All you need to say is, it's getting close to lunch. Go out front of the house. There's a crosswalk. I want you to walk across the street on the crosswalk. Go to the store, get the bread, come back over the crosswalk, and bring the bread in the house quickly. Don't fool around. Don't go see your friend. That's all I want you to do. The child's going to go out and do exactly that, and they'll be back in your hair before you know it. So it's important to be very explicit. Now, when giving yourself suggestions, especially, it's just as important. Think of it this way, okay? If you told a five-year-old child, mommy wants to quit smoking, can you help mommy? Now, think about that. How is a five-year-old child going to help you to quit smoking? The child might think, hmm, let me see. If I can have mommy have an accident where she's not able to use her hand anymore, she won't be able to pick up a cigarette, and that way she'll quit smoking. Okay, so you can see by just giving an open-ended request such as, can you help mommy quit smoking, which is a lot of people will do that in suggestions. I want to quit smoking, but there's no specific instructions or steps on how to do that. By doing that with a five-year-old child, it could be dangerous. You need to tell the child exactly what you want to do. You're going to stop smoking. You're going to replace it with water. You're just not going to smoke anymore. You're not going to have any more cigarettes in the house. You're not going to buy any. You know, you, you be very specific, and the child will follow. The thing is, once the child has the instructions, they're so excited and so anxious to please you that they'll follow the instructions right to the T. So when creating suggestions, speaking to others, and especially with your own self-talk, these are some things to consider. Number one, keep your words simple. Even when writing books, most authors will say you want to write your books on an eighth grade level or even a little bit younger because you want to make sure they understand the words that they're reading. Number two, whatever it is that you want to have them do, have it carry a reward. You want them to go to the store and get a loaf of bread? When you get back, you can have a piece of pie. Or I'll make a special sandwich just for you. You want them to do really good on their test? Do really good on your test, and we're going to do something special with you when you get home tonight. 
So give them a reward and it gives them more reason to do it. Think about when somebody gives you a reward. Aren't you a little bit more anxious to get things done? Make it fun. Keep it positive. People respond to positive much better than they do negative. When breaking things down, make them an easy steps to follow. Now when I say steps, not too many steps. Okay, remember how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. Why? Because if you try to eat it all at once, you're going to choke. In other words, if you told your five-year-old child, okay, here's what I want you to do. I want you to go across the street and get a loaf of bread. Then I want you to walk the dog. I want you to take the laundry into the front room. I want you to take out the trash. Okay, you lost them on the first one. There's so much for them to remember, they're not going to do any of them. They're probably just going to run outside and play. So only a few at a time. Then you can give them more once they've accomplished it. Make all the tasks attainable. If they can't see it happening, they're just not going to try. For instance, if you're speaking to somebody about running a marathon and they're having difficulty making it to their mailbox each morning, that's unattainable. You want to take it and break it down in little steps. Make it measurable. Those are the steps. How much are they going to do each day? What time are they going to do it? What do they need to do it? Okay, so measurable. Make sure they know what they're doing or what they need to do it. In other words, leave nothing to the imagination. Be sure it's not iffy or a maybe type thing. They know exactly what's going on. One more that might be helpful is to try to describe things in pictures as much as possible. What I mean by that is have them use their imagination. As you know, five-year-old children have a very strong sense of imagination. So take advantage of that. Try to create a picture in their mind. That's what I have for today. Thanks for listening. Please be sure to subscribe and have a great day.